What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello there. General Kenobi. Kenobi. Hello there. Hello there, everybody. Welcome back to the Banter Booth. We're continuing our coverage week to week. We're talking about Obi-Wan Kenobi, which is streaming now on Disney+. Plus. It's the story of Obi-Wan Kenobi set between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. We're 10 years into it. Here we go. Episode 4. Back with me this week, we got the one, the only, Bryant Green, who once again did not come with headphones or a mic. Pleasure to have you back. Well, it's not my fault. Technical difficulties again. Technical difficulties. We had a ton of technical difficulties right before we got this show on the road tonight. <laughs> so this is uh, this is something else tonight. We're not having the best uh, the best go of it, but at least we're recording. At least we're we're in we're in the episode and we're talking Kenobi. We're here. That's all that matters. We're on track. We're on track. That's the important part. <laughs> all that matters is that we're doing it despite everything going wrong. Yes, <laughs> unfortunately. But hey. We're here now. Let's let's get go with it. Let's go with exactly. It. So, the story so far. A brief recap of the events that have taken place so far in the series. Um, so here we go. Ten years after the events of Revenge of the Sith, Obi Wan Kenobi does not know that Darth Vader is Anakin Skywalker. He's carrying around all the guilt and trauma of the events of Revenge of the Sith, almost like Luke Skywalker did in the Last Jedi. It's a very reminiscent character yeah. arc. So now we have Obi Wan Kenobi on Tatooine, watching over Luke. He's working as a what we're gonna call it a butcher a butcher a, a I butcher guess place he's like on a Tatooine. butcher something like that. He's getting his meat, eating. He's feeding himself. He's talking to Jawas. He's picking up toys. But then Princess Leia is kidnapped by the Inquisitors, who are using her as a trap to catch Obi Wan Kenobi, who they are certain is out there. And Reva. The third sister, who I'm hoping I don't make the same mistake as last week. I think I called her the brother last week by accident. You did, yes. <laughs> She's really out to impress Darth Vader. She's our newest addition to the show, as we also see the fifth brother and the Grand Inquisitor, who gets dispatched pretty quickly, but we'll get to that. Anyways, Obi-Wan Kenobi goes to rescue Princess Leia after she is kidnapped. Mm-hmm. He takes her to this, he goes to this seedy underworld finds her there, escapes. They get on a freight, a freighter. They end up on this other planet who now I'm forgetting the name of. Darth Vader shows up, starts wrecking havoc because he knows Obi-Wan Kenobi is there. They get into an amazing lightsaber battle. Bada boom, bada bing. Princess Leia goes down a path after she's, after they find an ally on that planet who's posing as an imperial, imperial officer. Mm-hmm. She shows her to- she shows her a path that she has to go down. And when she gets down to that path, there'll be a captain waiting for her there that will take her to the planet, uh, that will get her off that planet and take her somewhere safe. But before she gets there, Rava shows up, the third sister kidnaps her. Boom, that's the cliffhanger ending. 
Obi-Wan Kenobi is left for dead by Darth Vader. He's knocked unconscious. He's burned. And now we start off in episode four. Obi-Wan Kenobi's being put in a box to tank. And here we are. Boom. He's still alive. I hope that was great. I started speeding up because I thought, I think I'm wasting too much time explaining this, but. Hey, you never know. People might need that recap. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to do a fast paced recap. Then I just kept thinking, oh, this is, this is rather long. Next week, I'm going to just do bare bones. I'll just say words. <laughs> words. Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Almost Desert, died. Planet. Tatooine. <laughs> lightsaber battle. Darth Vader. Rava. Princess Leia. Rescue mission. Just like really succinctly die. Just really dumb it down for everyone. It's like, oh, yes. no, anyone could understand this. Hopefully. Maybe a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> but anyways, man, um, we'll just start things off. We'll start things off slow. We'll, we'll ease ourselves into it. Let's do a little foreplay first. What were your, you know, what were your initial thoughts to the episode? Meh. Meh? It was just a meh episode, in my opinion. Like, I was kind of on my phone once in a while. But it was it was still good. But I just felt it was just a filler episode. I guess is the best way of saying it. A filler episode. So you, you don't think there was anything of importance? I mean, plot wise, there definitely was some important stuff happening here. He had to get yeah. Princess Leia back. Yes, there are some important stuff like when Obi Wan had to rescue her. What he had to go through those was it like a tomb or wherever the heck it was with all the I guess dead. Jedi, I guess that's what they all oh, yeah. were. Yeah. The Tomb yeah. of the Dead Jedi. I was the like Tomb of the Jedi they're at least keeping there. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty disturbing, honestly. All the dead Jedi they've just been keeping, especially that little youngling in the case. Oh, like, that was wild. Now my question is, is that a youngling that we already saw from the beginning of the first episode? Remember the Jedi Temple Massacre that we see in the opening minutes? Is that is probably just a random youngling, but a part of me immediately thought back to that first scene that we saw in the series where the younglings my, were getting massacred. My thought was actually it was it was the kid that Anakin Skywalker killed in episode three, <laughs> honestly. That's where my he wasn't mind wearing mind. a helmet though. He was he was he was wearing nothing. That blonde kid, right? The Master oh, yeah, Skywalker. Oh yeah, I don't think oh, he was help right. us. Yeah. I thought that's who it was honestly. I was like, oh shit, like that's a very well preserved youngling there. <laughs> well preserved they, they didn't even look like he was stabbed it looks like they just put him in the jail in this amber cube god something like that yeah that's what it looked like i don't know what the heck they used but that's yeah that's what they put him in some kind of amber it's like he was it's like that Maybe mosquito of, in jurassic park i was trapped in just that thing. fucking thinking that because the poster for the new jurassic world movie has them all in like amber right so that's yeah it's like fresh in my mind because that movie comes out this week and uh, I'll be for sure driving a podcast talking about it, but that's neither here nor there. Yes. But I was, I'm on the same page as you totally. I was thinking of the Jurassic park connection. <laughs> Easter egg. No. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the connection? What's the Easter egg? Just the Jurassic parks, the successful franchise. And so is star Wars. <laughs> that's yeah. literally where it ends. Really? I guess. <laughs> The Spielberg and George Lucas are friends. There you go. <laughs> That's it. Right there. <laughs> uh, uh, th but, this, this episode, I, I think, I, yeah, no, I'm kind of with you partially. Not all the way. I didn't think it was like a filler episode, but I definitely didn't think it was an amazing episode either. Uh, I had to see that fucking droid again. And each time I see that droid, I just, it reminds me of Mickey Mouse. And it's, oh, God. <laughs> I'm not the only one who thinks that. Like, something that's, that's really not. I just didn't. I just don't like it. I mean, I don't. 
I don't know. I'm I'm not a per, like per, it's just a personal thing for me. So it's oh, not, I, yeah. I think I'm on the same page as we, with you with that stupid Mickey Mouse droid. Weird. Yeah. Very the weird. Mickey Mouse droid. They call it Lola, but to me, it's always going to be the fucking Mickey Mouse droid. So I I don't <laughs> doesn't. I don't care about it. Fuck yeah. That, fuck that thing. Uh, yeah. That, that's not really the reason why I hated this episode more. It, yeah, it, it did have to do that. This is basically Star Wars, a new hope again. We're breaking into an empire base. We're getting Princess Leia out of the jail. Yep. Yeah. We're getting her out of that base. And then, you know, the empire is going to follow us. We're going to get into a dog fight or whatever. Blah, 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 blah. Like, that's what it seems to be setting up for episode five. So not necessarily a new hope. But this is very, this episode out of all of them felt the most a new hope-ish. Uh, even though they're kind of repeating the same, like they've repeated the same storyline already. Rescue Princess Leia from the Empire base. Okay, now she's kidnapped again, back in another em- Empire base. Rescue her again. Well, I guess the other one was a bounty hunter base, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I definitely get the new hope vibes, 100%. Yeah, but it doesn't feel like we've treaded any new ground yet. Like, okay, Obi-Wan Kenobi's still dealing with his issues. Darth Vader still wants his revenge. Reva is still craving that you know she wants that promotion she's desperate she's so she's desperate she's craving that that uh that, ad, that you know the pound back from Darth Vader it's like a, it's like yeah. your daddy issues you want to, to please this person so badly prove yourself yeah. so you're desperate you're oh but it, it comes across like you, <clears throat> nobody likes somebody that's too desperate you know what i mean yeah just She's still very desperate. Obi-Wan is still traumatized. And Princess Leia is still the smartest ass in the room, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. One of the things I would say that kind of was like made my head scratch a little bit. Maybe it's just me being nitpicky about the episode too. But like it goes from like Obi-Wan didn't really know how to like use a lightsaber, if you know what I mean. But like he, he didn't really know how to fight. Like, of course, for not fighting for so long. But then like in this episode... It just seems like he he's right back on track of knowing how to use a lightsaber. I mean, he's st- he definitely still seems rusty to me. Like we're not seeing yeah. prequel era Obi Wan Kenobi. No, we're not seeing yeah. all the fast moves and all the cool spins and jumps. We're not seeing any of that yet. No, no, definitely not. But I'm just kind of like he just seems to know know how to use it better. But again, like you said, he's probably not on that level yet but he seems to be kind of getting on track of that. And he did miraculously heal a lot faster. Well, healed a lot fast in this episode. Like, shoving him back to the tank for a few hours, he's fine. He was all ready to go. It didn't even feel like he was in it for a few hours. Felt like he was in the box of tank for two minutes. Felt yeah. Like he just felt like he was dipped in, like, in a dunk tank. He was dunked in, and he immediately fucking got yeah. out. And he was like, oh, yeah. no, 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 we need to rescue Leia. I don't care yeah. about healing. Which yeah. definitely, you know... I mean, Obi Wan Kenobi is a selfless hero. Yep, he is. It makes sense that he's like, no, no, I don't, I don't need to heal right now. We need to immediately get back to the mission and rescue Leia. She's the only thing that's important right now. I don't need to wait to heal. The longer that we wait for me to heal, the longer that she's out there by herself. Yeah, it's true. I, I get that. I guess that's a best way of describing it. But it again, maybe it's just me being nitpicky about little things like that. There are a lot of things in this show that I find are stupid as fuck. But at least there's no fan service shit. Like it feels like, we're, like with every property nowadays, they're leaning so heavily into nostalgia and fan service, and yet Obi Wan Kenobi hasn't done it too Don't. much, or hasn't done it to the point that it's 
overshadowing the story that they're that they're telling right now which i do yeah. like because too many movies get bogged down with the fan service these days yeah i agree i feel like that's kind of how like so a lot of properties are going for which i think it's just not being creative at that point exactly but that's a different subject my but... favorite well I, I will finish it off with this my favorite thing anyone ever said it was on this podcast it was when jordan fiddler came on right after spider-man no way home and he said it's just like what doc ock says in spider-man 2 brilliant but lazy brilliant but lazy because it's you know we're having so yeah. much fun it's a great experience and it's you know it's all these things you get that dopamine rush but yet in the back of your mind you still know it's cheap and it's lazy they're just doing it to get that reaction out of you yeah exactly exactly but thankfully like you said they haven't done it yet so far ish in this yeah. show which i hope they kind of just keep it that way keep it a little bit original nothing they like said nothing to support the fan service mm-hmm. just kind of keep going with it i, I feel like say- we feel the fan service is going to come soon when we see that second lightsaber battle between darth vader and obi-wan kenobi i assume oh, it's going yeah. to be a ballistic visceral Funny. battle like you're gonna see these two guys go fucking at it like i i mean that's what i'm thinking is gonna happen they could it could be another subdued fight where it's not on par with like revenge of the sith's insane bombastic wild and huge highly choreographed fight sequence and maybe it's yeah. closer to what a new hope was probably a little mix of both i i would say like you still have a little bit of that revenge of the sith fight but then have that new hope style fight as well kind of like swinging sticks at each other instead of like spinning around jumping around <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. although i just i you i mean i'm in the back of my mind i'm wanting to see some of those prequel fight moves come back but yeah i gotta take Same. into account i've we've never we've never i can't like i can't think of a single moment where i ever saw darth vader not be stiff he's a robot you know he's half robot so he's obviously you we've never i've never seen darth vader do a sidious barrel roll at somebody I've never seen Vader do like, no. a huge jump. He's stiff and walks towards you like a Michael yeah. Myers type. And yeah. so no matter what the fight's going to be, I don't think it's going to be anything more than a robotic, you know, robotic Darth Vader versus Obi-Wan. Yeah. It's going to be like Anakin and Obi-Wan Revenge of the Sith, no matter how much I think we, we all kind of want that fight to be like that. Yeah. I don't think it'll be like that at all. I think the closest thing to come to the Anakin fight style-ish is in rogue one in the hallway scene when he was spinning that lightsaber around like like how anakin would use it to deflect uh the bolts like the uh browns and stuff like that and how he was slashing the rebels and stuff that's about as close as i think you're gonna get as to his fighting style yeah but uh, as See, of right I now i don't even think i don't even think that rogue one sequence in the hallway I mean, that was just Darth Vader fan service. That didn't really scream to me. Oh, 100%. Skywalker. That was just Darth Vader fan service. I mean, I loved it. Don't get me wrong. Oh, that was it. the best. That was the best fan service. But that was I Darth did. Vader fan service. Yeah. Didn't really, did not add anything. Didn't add anything to the plot or story of that movie. I mean, it added mm-hmm. to the plot. It just didn't add anything to the story. Like, that shit just yeah. happened. Yeah. And from a storytelling perspective, that's weak. But, I mean, from a yeah. fan perspective, insane. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Darth Vader, I was surprised that we actually got to see him at the end of this episode, even though it's for like 30 seconds he was on the screen. I was mm-hmm. actually thought I thought he was actually going to kill the kill third sister right there because how you could tell how pissed he was. Yes, okay, I'm with you 100 percent 
definitely in that moment, I thought she was dead. And I thought, damn, if she dies here, her character was really useless. I at mean, that I point, mean, yeah. I, I just like at that moment, I felt like there, uh, whatever, whatever story they're telling with her character would have felt unfinished. She would have felt like she got killed off too quickly. Yeah. I mean, you're desperate to prove yourself and you fail constantly and then you die because you fail. It's like, oh, that's a weak story. There's more to it. She can't, she couldn't, she couldn't die there. So in the back of my mind, I was like, well, that, yeah, that'd be weird. But then the yeah. pulling out of the, oh, I put a tracker on them. And they're like, oh, fuck. Why'd you need to put a tracker on them? Don't you know that obviously Obi-Wan Kenobi is going to take her back to Alderaan? Yeah. She kind like, of like what? said that a few times in her interrogation. I'm the princess of so-and-so from Alderaan. You're like, okay. Like, if clearly that's... they're going to go back to Alderaan like with Princess Leia. But I guess this was... I guess the tracker, I mean, she does say it, yeah. but in the back of, but in the back of my mind, I still thought about this of like, well, I mean, we know where they're going to go. They're going to end up on Alderaan, but I guess they can't attack Alderaan because Bail are gone as a part of the Senate. And it would be, you know, look really bad, right? It would look <laughs> bad because he's a part of the Imperial Senate. I don't know. It's fucking yeah. weird. Like it's weird because sometimes the show feels really dumb, but at other times I'm really enjoying it. But this yeah. is, this is very middle of the road star Wars for me. Like this isn't, I feel like this should have been a movie. I really feel like this should have been a movie. It could have been. I honestly think. It would have been what? tighter, and I feel like more succinct of a story if it was a movie. Same. I don't I think agree. this needed to be a TV show at all. I agree. It, it should be just like a, a Disney movie special just on Disney+. Plus. Sure, why not reach the theater? Whatever. Whatever you want to do with it. But like the way the story is just going, they should have just said, no, we'll, we'll do it. A movie, yeah. We'll do a movie. I just, and, I've constantly, I've, I've had, I've had this thought throughout the first three episodes, but it was never more prevalent than it was when I was watching episode four. Like last night, I was watching it. I just thought the whole thing. I just thought, man, I could do without so much of this added stuff. That's like not necessarily adding anything that I'm noticing to the story. Mm-hmm. Like we need to get on with this. We need to get on with this. Yeah. I agree. And I feel like we could have cut down a lot of shit, just made it this strict, basic two-hour film. And I feel like you would have had a much, like I said, tighter storyline. Yeah, was, I agree. I don't know. Better I overall, agree. but I haven't seen the final two episodes. Maybe the final two episodes are going to be, you know, knock my socks off, but I haven't quite seen it yet. I haven't quite seen that. I haven't seen it either, so we'll see. We'll see. I hope it is a knock your socks off moment for the last two, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's, what's the best way to say it? It hasn't wowed me yet. Let's put it that way. Yeah. There's no, yeah. I, you know what? I can agree with you on that. There hasn't been that, that wow, wow factor. factor. Yeah. It needs the wow factor for me. But I'm not saying it's a bad show. I still like it. I just, I haven't been wowed by it. Mm-hmm. It still just doesn't, it just doesn't, I don't know how to, I don't know how to necessarily say it. But um, bad, I, I'll just, I'll just end that shit there and just go back to the episode itself and just keep commenting <laughs> on that. Yeah. Because I mean, I mean, I just, that's the way I feel. It should be, it should, this should be a movie, but yeah. Back to the episode, like I'm still enjoying it. I'm still going into it every week. I'm so excited to watch a new episode. And I don't want to miss out on anything. Um, 
Same here. This, this week, I saw a lot of social media posts before this episode came out, and everyone was pretty convinced that it was going to be a Clone Wars flashback episode. Were you expecting that? Because I wasn't really expecting that. It does, a Clone Wars not. flashback episode really would have felt off. Like it I think we're felt throwing really it off. off. Unless, unless they were thinking like, oh, are they going to go back to the time or like give you more hints as to where the third sister's background came from and all that? That would have been a cool throwback, maybe. But yeah, I did not. I didn't wasn't expecting any kind of Clone War flashback. I didn't even want a Clone War flashback. Where we got that with Order sixty six, I was satisfied with that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I yeah, no, definitely not. I was I no. was expecting it to be just a simple prison break episode. Yeah, well. I wasn't even necessarily at the end of the last episode. I mean, obviously I knew that there was going to be another rescue mission because with Leia being captured again, but with everybody thinking that there was going to be clone wars flashbacks because he was injured and he was knocked out and obviously he'd go into a Bacta tank. And I think maybe this connection into thinking there would be flashbacks is because of book of Boba Fett, where every time he went into the Bacta tank, we got to see flashbacks of how he survived the Sarlacc pit joined the Tuscan Raiders became part of that indigenous tribe, watched them get murdered, and then slowly enacted his vengeance, you know, in revenge to better help Tatooine by becoming the crime lord and taking over Jabba the Hutt's place in present time. Right. Like, I was thinking maybe that's what caused them to think that flashbacks would happen there. But I don't know. That always, that idea that I saw so prevalent last week on social media just didn't fit with what I thought the show has been setting up. Like, I don't think that's going to be Clone Wars flashbacks. But maybe Definitely I'm wrong, and the not. next week we're watching it, and they decide half the episode's going to be a flashback. But it doesn't seem like we were going to get that at any point, which does make why Hayden Christensen came back very weird. Yeah, true. It does. Maybe he... just in that one shot, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, exactly. I would say, like, for me, when it comes to excitement for seeing uh, every episode you were talking about, I'm always excited to see what the next step is what Darth Vader is going to do. That's every moment for oh, me yeah. now at this point. What's his next move? I got fucking no. <laughs> I, want with you. I just want to see Darth Vader again. I just want to see yeah. him again. You know, every every little bit of him we've gotten has made the episodes better. But I think yeah. that's just that's not coming from a person who's watching this and you know looking at all the finer details. That's just from a fan. Anytime mm-hmm. Darth Vader is there, I kind of just forget about everything and just enjoy his presence. So I'm like a kid again seeing Darth Vader. So it's my personal bias is so hard to hide from that. Yeah. Which I'm worried that that kind of steals away from the point of the show, though, because if you're liking him more than the actual main character, which I'm kind of am at this point, to be honest mm-hmm. with you, kind of ruins the show, in my opinion. Well, not fully ruin it, but kind of just steals away from it. See, okay, so for you, you're liking Darth Vader more than Obi Wan. For me, it's it's a, it's 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 a similar. I like both of them. Oh, okay. Obi Wan Kenobi because I love well the prequel the cheesiness of the prequels. That's the Obi Wan Kenobi that I like, and I see glimpses of that every once yep. in a while in this show. Like even yep. last night, that gag with him wearing that oversized coat and yeah. her in it. I thought to myself, like, how is this working? How is this working? But it felt like it was as cheesy as the prequels would. Like it <laughs> yeah. felt like that was a cheesy thing I would see in the prequels, and it yeah. it matched that tone. But it feels like, like, I think I raised this in the last episode, that this show feels very much like it, it's trying to match tones of the prequels and the original trilogy and, like, combining them. 
Yeah, I and agree that, with that. Which hasn't necessarily worked. Sometimes yeah. I'm enjoying when it's, you know, the cheesiness of the prequels, but other times I'm enjoying more when we get to see the seriousness of the original trilogy. Yeah, I get those vibes a lot too, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So that's like, that's something I'm, I'm enjoying. Yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying seeing if they're going to pull it off, but I do, I, I, I don't, I don't know, just the mismatch of tone hasn't necessarily worked too well, I guess. So I, yeah. I yeah, I agree. I um think about the episode. What was I going to say? There's another moment I thought it was kind of um, silly was with the third sister. Like, okay. When she, when she was trying to interrogate Leia and that, and then she like figures out, oh, this general's actually a spy. Like, that's to me, that's a little cheesy as well. In my opinion, oh, yeah, she figured it out pretty easily. You're like, you're a spy. I just know it. And you're like, with her constantly trying to prove herself and would be that desperate, her not trusting that person totally made sense because I just expected that she fucking knew everything because she's just that desperate. She needs to constantly question everybody and not trust fucking anyone. Yeah. And it seems to be like her character and her perseverance in that is really like pissing off the other uh, inquisitors. Mainly the mainly the boy from Fast and Furious, Han, uh, the fifth yeah. brother. He plays the, the fifth, fifth brother. brother. Yeah. Yes, he's getting fucking really pissed off, and you can tell he, he's yeah. fuming off that hat. He is. You can see it for sure. Definitely. <laughs> you can see how like you can also see like once Darth Vader was like strangling the shit out of her. You can see like this evil it. smile as it's like, oh, you're gonna get your comeuppance now, buddy. Basically, like, like his, you're gonna die. <laughs> Watching Darth Vader choke other people, he's like. I'm getting off on this. This is great. Yeah. That's his great. Weird kink. I love it. That's his weird kink. Probably is. He probably um I'm watching this show called The Orville right now on Disney Plus. And uh, you know, it's very much like Star Trek, but I'm gonna use it as an Orville reference right here. If there was a simulation room that the fifth brother could go into, he would go into the simulation room and he would just watch. He'd make Darth Vader choke out all of his enemies for him while he sat there naked and watched, frothing at the mouth. <laughs> Fuck. Well, I've never seen this show, so this sounds pretty interesting already. <laughs> it's like old school Star Trek. Reminds me a lot of the next generation. And oh, like, okay. I think we're we're ready to close up shop right here. We've kind of given our thoughts overall of the episode. We've discussed many of the different things that happened here, but I guess the important part is is that he found an ally with that Imperial officer, uh Tala. Mm-hmm. Found an, you know, this ally who's a part of a system who works with Ice Cube's son, O'Shea Jackson Jr who plays our smuggler type guy. He's kind of, I don't know, his, his outfit kind of reminded me of Han Solo there, right? When I saw him at the end and there's this, just this reluctant group of people who are trying to help Jedi decide to help Obi-Wan put together this mission, take him to this empire base, get princess Leia, get out of there. But they sadly lose one of their people when Wade dies. And now they're all soldiers. They've all bought into the cause. They're there to help more. And now that, that event, I think getting Leia, losing wade that brings them all together but then we know the trackers on them and the empire's gonna be hot on their tail for episode five and they're probably gonna lose more of them before this uh before this is over but it's definitely gonna i don't know i think that's setting up more of the story yeah and i think the story i think the story so far is about just i mean obviously star wars has always been about hope it's always been about making a difference and i think that's something that these people are going to be learning is that 
you know, this fight is a worthy cause. You need to get more involved. You need to be able to make a difference. And, yeah. you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi is going to be coming back to his old ways, using the force more, being a little less rusty with the lightsaber. And he's going to come back and he's going to be maybe not back to the shape he was in the prequels, but he's going to be back enough to the point where he's going to start wanting to make a difference again, which I think that is, that's the thing that we're seeing with almost all the characters here. Yeah, I agree. There's one thing I would say about that ending of the episodes that how convenient, like I feel like almost every Star Wars movie or show conveniently has like the last minute heroic, like, rebels or mercenaries whatever oh the dss machina pops up saves them at the very last minute yeah i think they're fucked like you really thought they were fucked there in those last five minutes yeah rava's there the other brothers are there surrounded by stormtroopers and of course those people show up just in the nick of time yeah typical star wars ending i'd say honestly Mm -hmm. just like just an and then this happened so they could get away and it's like ah cheapens the story a little bit but it's okay they needed to get away, and I guess they didn't know how to write them out of it in an organic way, and it needed to just be ships coming in and rescuing them. She just jumped off the drop, dr- jumped off the edge of the uh, fortress. Just and go where? This is water. <laughs> just jump for it, and hopefully the rebels will come and find them in the water. They were just waiting for them. Maybe you never know. Might I don't be know if that plan would have worked. I'm, I'm against your idea. <laughs> I think it's terrible, and I'm going to tell you it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so, okay. Give me a rating out of 10 for this episode. And then what you think is going to happen to the next episode. Uh, I give it a 2.5 out of 5. All right. And what I think will happen next is they will catch up with them because of the tracker, whether it be in space, which I have a funny feeling it will be in space, or they do make it to our to their to the base or where the home plan they're supposed to go but they will probably eventually meet them there as well yeah so either or we're avoiding the dog fight in space make it back to um fuck all these, these planet names are fucking with me but alderon that's what it is well all i knew i know alderon but i meant i think when i think when the empire attacks them it's gonna be when they get make it back to that planet for the smugglers you know, oh yeah back to their because they're trying to figure out where the path is what the path is because the empire's trying to shut that shit down so i yep. think empire's gonna show up fuck up the path fuck up their whole system kill a few of them like i'm not sure if ice cube's son's gonna make it out alive in the next episode but i also think i think reva i'll make some bold predictions here i think i mean i don't think she was ready to die in this episode and maybe she'll maybe she'll make it throughout the whole series, but I think we need to see some start to a resolution of her character arc in the next episode. Yeah, Either we're redeeming her, we're revealing, or or we're revealing that she was one of the younglings from the start, or she's fully bonded to the dark side. She dies. Obi Wan and her get into a, a lightsaber battle, something that sort of climaxes, you know, gives a climax to that to that, that story. Yeah. I agree. I think that we that way the that way the final episode can just be you know tying up loose ends. If she's redeemed, she can help Obi Wan. Um, oh, or, I doubt she's gonna redeem. Yeah. <laughs> or she's dead and she's just she's non-existent. She's not a part of it anymore. And Darth Vader and Obi Wan can have their giant rematch, and Princess Leia makes it back to Alderaan. 
it feels like we're not going to see Princess Leia back on Alderaan until episode six. Like it feels like we're going to go through the whole series is this story. So yeah, I agree. I 100% agree. All right, brother. I'm with you then. I'm going 2.5 out of five as well. So we're both five out of tens, basically 50% on it. There's good, there's bad, but we can't wait till next week. So thank you for stopping by again, but Bryant, always a pleasure. Um, thank you so much, man. Yeah, no worries. Always glad to hop on here and do it with you. It's always fun. Beautiful. We'll be back next week, everybody, covering episode five of Obi-Wan Kenobi on Disney+. Plus. If you haven't watched any of the episodes, I don't know why you were listening to this episode then, because that'd be really weird. You would have spoiled everything for yourself. So what are you doing? What are you doing? (laughs) Go watch Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's great. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. And we'll be back next week talking episode five. Thanks, Bryant. And thank you, everybody, for listening. See you next week. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.